sweet baby move. Sweet baby. Pretty, that's pretty sophisticated babying. <laughs> taking out sound cards. That's like high level. That's high level babying. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> F- you dad, I'm crashing your computer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm f- six months old. Eight months. Pretty ago. soon he's rewiring the breakers. And here comes the truth And here comes your favorite podcast Always still made for you I don't know if I I'm allowed to be the one to break this news about Lisa Lisa did some research today Uh oh, what? Asked her family about You know, were any of them in the war? Wrong side. The wrong side. <laughs> so first of all, yes, Lisa does have. Grandpa was definitely very on the wrong side. Um, working on an air base. And then, so Lisa didn't know about her dad's side. And she was like, you know what? What about Papa? Did he do any? Oh, yeah, he was a pilot, too. He was a bomber. He, uh, he used to go around bombing other enemy bases and stuff. Bombed London. <laughs> and, and so, no, and so, no, no, no. Like the, the one was, they were both in the pilot side, but both, like, the her her grandpa on her dad's side was a pilot, and her grandpa on her mom's side was also a pilot in the same war. One for Britain and one, one for Germany. And so then they finally meet at their wedding when Lisa's parents get married, and they talk about where they were. And Lisa's Grandpa on her dad's side, like, bombed the base. <laughs> Where, like, Lisa's grandpa on the mom's side was. <laughs> oh, no. And they found out at the wedding of their kids. <laughs> Just, like, that's pretty insane, right? That's like a TV show or something or a, mm-hmm. or well, a movie I'm, or something. So Lisa's, because Lisa's younger than, than me, but I guess her parents might be older. Um, no, her parents are maybe 60. Okay, because, yeah, my grandparents were too young, and there was more my great-grandpa, who was, like, oh. 40 in the war there. Um, hmm. Yep, and they're on opposite sides, and he, one grandpa was bombing the other grandpa, and then you think about it, like, 40 years later, their kids are getting married. Like, you couldn't write that. Like, <laughs> that should be a story, right? Like, it should be an article or something. At least an Ed Stozic article in the Herald. Before news of even my zone going red started, I had a doctor's appointment because I had a oh, have just bump on face, like lump right on jawline, like just oh, yeah, below, like a cyst, like a forever yeah, cyst. Yeah, just below the chin, like halfway between the from chin to ear, right underneath the jaw, yep. and it was just hanging out for months and months and months. I thought I'd talk to doctor about it, see if he would just slice it and be happy. But then he wanted me. He said, nope, too close to jugular just to do here. So we'll get a surgeon to call you and they'll do it just in a hospital. So they never called me back. And I'm guessing that's just not happening now. But I went for home remedies. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. Yeah, as soon as it was like, well, this probably isn't going to be dealt with. It was time to deal with it myself. Yeah, it's so going to be I brought out the pota- 
Yeah, so brought out the potato. This is a great technique I would highly recommend because a, a rag doesn't do it. It's like a warm rag. Okay. To help heat things up, get it moving, a potato holds heat. So slice the potato in half, microwave that bad boy for 45 seconds. Put it on your face. Yeah, as for as long as you can stand it over yep, and get, over. Get nice and warm, yep. And then a few days later, really started to hurt and then just went on Wednesday, day after election. So got rid of a lot of stuff that day. <laughs> and it's still going. There's stuff, something's not right, but at least it's down to manageable again. Yep. Oh, I thought so you were just heating potato it up method. It or something to drain it or something. But it was just that a didn't potato work. on the face. Huh. Yeah. It was too deep to poke. I didn't want to go too deep with a blade or something, so Tato brought it up, and I'll be dealing with it for a long time, but at least it's kind of gone. So that was yeah, an awesome I... night, Wednesday, watching all the numbers slowly in. increase and face strain. It was yeah. a double whammy of just getting rid of gross <laughs> <laughs> stuff. It was cool. <laughs> I told you guys like my goal was uh, I've not finished a lot of TV shows and like two or three episodes away from finishing. So I'm going to get started on it. Well, I got hooked on one and it was the most unlikeliest one out too. something I hadn't watched in four years and back in Riverdale. (laughs) What? Oh, no, you were talking about Riverdale. So what do you guys know about like Archie comics? Any history? I just oh, know that tons. they're a bunch of dorks in high school driving around yeah. having burgers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like Archie's. I know that there's, I know that there's weird comics like there was Archie and the Punisher, but yeah, those the comics have gotten stuff. weird, right? Well, comics get serious. Kinda, the, kinda. So Archie's your all-American high school kid, you know, plays football, is sensitive mm-hmm. songwriter, always got his guitar, kind of. Veronica's, you know, the spoiled rich girl. Betty's the next girl next door, and Jughead's like. The wacky best friend who eats burgers all the time. And, you know, just sort of stories mm-hmm. go on from there. So, um, Riverdale's not that. <laughs> it's really fast-paced, <laughs> which I, I like. Uh, so, this segment's called The Last 60 Minutes of Riverdale. So, I'm going to put to you guys scenarios that have or haven't happened in the show uh, in just the last 60 minutes. And you tell me to stop. That didn't happen. You've taken it too far, Carter. Okay? So I'm going to give you a scenario. And if you think it didn't happen, like, hey, that's just too unrealistic, <laughs> tell me to stop. Okay? Okay. Okay. So this is... I'm, I'm Spoilers. Yeah. I'm three episodes into season three. So if you don't want to be spoiled, but I think this is going to make most people interested in the show. <laughs> so I'm, I'm going to be talking about in depth the last 60 minutes that I saw. Mm-hmm. So each episode's like 45 minutes, and I want to you know get the cliffhanger the one before. So <clears throat> Archie pleads guilty to manslaughter. <laughs> what? Do you, want, do you want me to keep going, or is that a, I, or is that stop? That's I guess. I Okay. I don't. This is, I didn't understand this is how heavy Archie is. Yes. Archie is then next seen uh, getting a tattoo uh, by uh, outlaw motorcycle gang leader Jughead Jones. So he'll fit in with the gang at the prison. 
Wait, no, the Jughead runs Jughead. a motorcycle gang? Yeah, and, and everyone's 16, by the way, too. But yeah. no. Um, I thought it was this abusive dad or something, because after you had told me about this, I was asking some kids about it, trying to get the... Nope. They all said it was too weird, and they stopped. But Jughead's the leader of the gang, and sometimes they run drugs. Yep. You know. No. Well, if I've bought in this far. Okay. So Archie's in jail. And he goes meets the Southside Serpents that he got the tattoo to blend in with. And uh, they tell him to go shank a rival gang member. (laughs) Archie. Archie. No, Carter. Is it like, oh no. Yeah, no, I'll keep going. So Archie doesn't and he gets beat up a lot in jail. So does he propose a game of football to have peace between the rival gangs? Oh my god! <laughs> Did I make that up, or is that happened? No, that's I'm that's made up. That's stupid. No, that that actually happened because <laughs> he kept getting beat up what? for his shoes, and then then the quarterback uh, Reggie, you know Reggie, sort of the jerk, gives him like the he's in jail shoes. too. It's, Reggie's no, no. in prison. But he's he's visiting. He's like, here's the. You seem to not have nice shoes. Here's the fanciest shoes. Everyone went on the, and bought you these. And Archie's like, oh, no, I'm going to get beat up even more. And, um, you need good shoes and shit. Yeah, Is he trying to get Archie wild. killed? Yeah. So Archie put up his shoes as for the MVP of the game. <laughs> uh, okay. Then uh, Veronica and the rest what if his of the shoes team? don't fit that person? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> okay, Pause. Plus. Can you just? I know Reggie's thing is he like a psychotic, yeah, rapist or something like drug date raping like people? Yes, was more effective. Uh, no, that's uh, that's another guy. But Reggie's sort of the, the dealer, uh, the jingle jangle, which is the drug, the designer drug of choice there. <laughs> <laughs> so, cheer falls. Veronica and the rest of the cheerleader squad shows up and uh, does a two-minute rendition of Jailhouse Rock. <laughs> And all the football players start uh, clawing at the she- at the fence to get to the cheerleaders. Wait, wait, wait! Is there a musical involved in this show too? Absolutely. So the show becomes a musical sometimes for like two minutes, yeah. Just like this huge rendition of choreography in Jailhouse Rock, and no, but I mean on the normal. Yeah, yeah. They did an episode last season where they did carry the musical, like all singing all dancing the entire episode. oh i didn't know this i didn't yeah. know it was a musical too so Sometimes. Sometimes. This, this sounds really good so okay next you know stop me if it's too much but uh veronica's dad who just so happens to be outside watching the football game and his daughter dancing uh then orders the warden who's in his pocket to uh sick the riot squad on the football game and accuse archie of starting a riot Ooh. <laughs> That's like some good Scrooge McDuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I'm not going to be able to watch it because, yeah, Hiram, Hiram Lodge is uh, basically Scrooge McDuck. In the in the comics, he's like this like old 80-year-old guy with glasses and a big smile. And in this one, he's like this 40-year-old, like, jacked Cuban. <laughs> like, Kelly Ripa's <laughs> husband in real life, you know, like this good-looking guy, not this 80-year-old. <laughs> is he the rival of Veronica's dad? No, he is. He is Veronica's dad. <laughs> so do they have permission to make this from, like, the Archie people? Oh, yeah, it's made by Archie Comics. Yeah. And they're okay with this. Yeah. So, during the riot, Archie takes out a few full riot squad <laughs> cops. 
And um, <clears throat> does or have I gone too far? The warden then, and remember, this is in the last 60 minutes. This isn't over a season. This is 60 minutes. The warden then enlists Archie to be the next competitor in the underground fight club in the basement where Archie's cellmate uh, was just killed in a Bloodsport Mortal Kombat fight, and they have one <laughs> opening, so they enlist Archie to uh, do it. No. Yeah, right. No, that, that happened. <laughs> well, how much further does it go? <laughs> okay. Well, we'll so much has happened in <laughs> 60 minutes. Yeah, yeah. It's like four years in real world. Most shows, yeah. The warden begins uh, injecting Archie with uh, performance-enhancing drugs. And uh, Archie's skin starts turning color, and he thinks he's Brazilian and goes by the name Blanca. Yeah, okay, <laughs> shut up, shut up. Street Fighter. <laughs> Mm, that's okay. not real though is yeah, it yeah i'll stop there <laughs> yeah okay. that that'll push you i don't know i don't know i haven't finished episode three yet i'm only five minutes in <laughs> of this season so now i'm worried about betty's character she just like horribly abused at home she's always sort of like the uh, poor simple so, nice one so so betty's mom is uh shelly from twin peaks trevor <laughs> oh that makes sense <laughs> yeah uh, Archie's dad is is uh, oh what's the guy for names from nine hundred two one zero? He just died. Jason Priestley? No. Oh yeah. He was in that. Yeah, and his mom is Molly Ringwald. <laughs> Jughead's dad is uh, Skeet Ulrich, the killer from uh, Scream. Like it's it's pretty funny this cast. Okay, so yeah, let's get to Betty. Betty. Uh, Betty cam girls on the side. Of course she does. Yeah. Uh, Betty's dad. Uh, uh, I say 60 minutes. I'd say about a hundred and a hundred minutes ago was uh, arrested for killing four people. Murder Tuesday in Riverdale. Yeah. yeah no, that's, that's true. Um, so her storyline, I guess is um, tell me to stop when it gets too far. Uh, the kids in town are playing um, a Dungeons and Dragons D and D style game called Griffins and Gargoyles. Okay. Uh, now some of the kids are uh, committing suicide by drinking cyanide and uh, jumping <laughs> off buildings. From the D and D game. Yeah, and some are uh, being murdered by ritualistic killings in the in the woods with uh, hieroglyphics carved into their backs. This is the best D and D game. <laughs> And then uh, Betty and so stop me when it gets too much. And Carcosa, uh, Betty, <laughs> Betty and uh, Jughead uh, come across the actual gargoyle king himself in the woods, who's a supernatural creature. There's a gargoyle king. I guess so. What did I make? No, there's monsters. Okay, so, so there's a gargoyle king. Okay, uh, I'm sure it's a Scooby Doo style. Where it's like, oh, he was just, you know, Veronica's dad in a suit or something like that. But they're playing it off like it's a real monster. And then they put all the adults who hate each other in a room saying, and he had blue lips from the cyanide. We made a pact 25 years ago never to talk about this again. <laughs> That's happening too. And then Betty finds in the woods... An issue of Betty and Veronica, Double Digest. 
Yeah, shut up. <laughs> but everything else is true. That would be good, though. <laughs> yeah. Not the next season. It's just the Truman Show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that'd be good. The Truman Show is a masterpiece, right? You know, it's been a long time. I, I, I saw it when it first came out in the 90s, and I was a kid expecting something like The Mask, Ace Ventura, Dumb and Dumber. Oh, yeah. You know? uh, yeah. Ooh, a little different. <laughs> yeah, a little different. <laughs> What's this eternal sunshine of the spotless mind? Is that like the mask? <laughs> Allison t- had Dawson's Creek starting yesterday. <laughs> oh, oh, no. That's some and, uh, and Dawson and Katie Holmes started. Yeah. It is. Uh, the first scene is a young Dawson and Katie Holmes in bed talking oh. about how they're friends, but now they're hitting puberty, so. It's all, oh. and now she's just made Tom it to th- leftover brainwashed. Oh, Katie! Have, have oh. I ever, have I ever told you poor, poor that that TV show? Don't trust the bee in apartment twenty three. I've heard of that. Yeah, it's amazing. With uh, what's her name from uh, uh, Jessica Jones and Breaking Bad and everything like that. Yeah, it's it's probably the best sitcom after Arrested Development it's like in the last like 10 years like meh. yeah well so one of the characters is straight up James Vanderbeek from Dawson's Creek playing himself <laughs> like as like a sad sack like my career's gone down the tubes <laughs> and he's maybe the best character on TV because <laughs> like uh, oh, like the main characters are like oh yeah I remember that when you know I was filming stuff <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to get on Dancing with the Stars, guys. Come on, <laughs> like, yeah, like the other characters like working <laughs> yeah, coffee shop and stuff, dance. and he's just like, "Hey, guys, like, it's so good." I'm James Vanderbeek. This is almost champion of love level. So. Pretty much. You bought yep. your, 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 your mom an iPad there. Yes. So it doesn't come with tech support, though, right? Like personal sun tech support? Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of that. Well, you must not have been answering some texts this week. Oh, no, because my mom needed tech support from Carter. <laughs> yeah. Carter, Carter. What's going on? <laughs> I need help with my iPad here. That's amazing, first of all. Okay. <laughs> so I'm like, yeah, I know. Trevor hasn't gone back to me either about um, Ooh, my <laughs> Apple cord. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't hear if it worked, but I think I solved her problem. Huh. What was it? Uh, she had like split screen on with uh, Safari and got two Googles up. So, oh, yeah. double Google. Double Google. <laughs> I showed think her about this world. My mom's calling Carter. Disabled. That's so funny. <laughs> permanently disable it or temporarily disable it there. Did you subscribe her to the podcast? No, I should have. <laughs> you got to just open this, download all. Yes. <laughs> so many things happened. All like... You know, like it was just like the full year worth of podcasts happened at once. I was in a record store there and, uh, you know, looking through the cassettes and there they are. Um, some cassettes that uh, were on the dream list, but didn't actually think I'd ever be able to purchase. The mm. Choir Boys, Sex Party, man, on cassette. Mm. 
on cassette, that sweet warm, <laughs> yeah. so warm, warm sex party. $4, bring it to the front, plop it down. What do you think the record store uh, clerk said? They should have been bigger. Damn right they did. He did. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if hair metal would have died, these guys would have been huge, man. They should like, have yeah, been big. A lot of people were just ripping them off, and they should have been bigger. <laughs> yep. Oh, boy. And he knew That's so much amazing. about them. And like, I was like, yeah, because this is labeled like the London Choir Boys, but... Now they're just known as the choir boys, and maybe it was like a Bush X situation, and he's like, yeah, there's a lot of lawsuits and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I just know he reads Metal Wire on Facebook. <laughs> now, what kind of... Is this 60-year-old music fan? Or no, metal he, was, guy? he was like 38, 39, 40. Mm. Yeah. So he's me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he was me working at a record store. You know, I used to, uh, I used to be able to get a lot of cassettes because I'm a car guy. I go to junkyards to get parts, and people just leave them in the cassettes in the car. You know, they're junk. Oh. So I used to get a lot that way. A lot of cassettes from the junk. That's the best <laughs> sentence I've ever heard. <laughs> so it's almost that time of year, Trevor. Ooh, Hallmark Movie Channel. Oh, I'm so in already. We've got plans for the weekend. <gasps> Uh, Does it start this weekend after Yeah, Mondays? there's a good one with two daughters. Mom's dying, so their friend's going to adopt them. But I think the mom's going to make it, but we'll see. A miracle? Are so many dead spouses. So many yeah. dead spouses in those movies. Yeah. If you get married, you're dead by the age of 35 in a Hallmark movie. <laughs> one okay. of you is kicking. It's a rule. You move to town, you get married, you hit 35, one of you has to die for romance to ensue. I think I got the gist. Is there is Christmas magic consistent? Mm, some rely on magic more. I'd say about 40% rely on pure Christmas magic. Is there a cinematic universe? Oh, that's the next step, man. That's the next step. Well, it feels like I've made my own Hallmark cinematic uh, universe. <laughs> Not to go back to Riverdale, but like I said, big stars, <laughs> Luke Perry, Molly Ringwald, and uh, Betty's dad, and like, you know, Madchen, whatever her name is from Twin Peaks, Madchen Amick there. Yep. Um, mm -hmm. Then there's her husband, who who was the serial killer, spoilers, uh, Betty's dad. Uh, I knew I recognized him from somewhere, and then I was like, oh my gosh, he was the ex-husband on Mistletoe Promise! <laughs> <gasps> now he's a serial killer, the Black Hood. Really? Yeah. Yeah, it's like all these, like, you know, they, let's get all these big stars for the adults and, oh, the guy who does Hallmark movies. <laughs> hey, you got to pay the bills, man. Yeah, yeah. But no, I was like, oh, man. That's the, the one Hallmark movie I've watched, and I loved it. <laughs> oh, there's some good ones. I'm looking forward to it. So Brent had a great idea. I don't know if we're ready for mm -hmm. it today. But uh, you were thinking a Hallmark TV show, different genre, each episode, same cast, like an yeah. anthology program or no, something. It's pretty like simple. That. I just yeah. I guess Groundhog it's not really Day, a, but I guess it's not even a Christmas 
thing is just Hallmark in general, right? I think it's always a Hallmark Christmas setup. So episode one is just a Hallmark Christmas movie. I can't believe I'm giving this away. Episode (laughs) two starts the same way, but thriller. And it's still at Christmas. Yeah, it's the same thing, but a different way. I don't know about the, I guess the quality. It should always look like a Hallmark movie. Okay. Action. You could have, yeah, an act, sure, action. It all starts the same way, but just veers off into. But there's some things that are kind of common throughout all of them. Yeah, the characters are this, yes. And there's always maybe one or two throwbacks, like how Bond always orders a martini or something. Like there's something Mm -hmm. later on that somehow is like a callback to every every Mm -hmm. genre all colliding. Yeah, so it's just how your Hallmark characters are dealing with different situations. Would you not like to see a Hallmark movie broken up by an alien invasion? (laughs) (laughs) Hey, um, last week... It was really beautiful, like, before the snowpocalypse kind of thing. So we were going for walks every day. And the very first Monday, first day of the week, we were walking. And it just, right out of our apartment, stunk like weed. Got to the bottom of the hill. Take Lisa up by the school. Then walked uptown. Weed, 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 weed. And I forgot. The the weed, weed store in, in town opened up. On that Monday. And literally, <laughs> on the first day that the weed store opened, I walked through town and it, it was like Amsterdam. I smelled weed <laughs> four times on my walk up town. We took this trip to Brighton Grove. Smelled like a loo dog inside the van. Oh, yeah. This ain't no funky leg. 